1: So I called him the angry lunch lady of the SEC, but you have another metaphor for Will Muschamp, correct, Ryan?
0: Uh, I do. It's a little more extended, if you guys will allow
1: it. Well, let's see. Last podcast was about fifty minutes, so you've got time. If it's shorter than that, go ahead.
0: Yeah, this is this is definitely under thirty-seven. So, okay. All right, so I'm gonna lay it out. Piece by piece. So I live in Brooklyn, and naturally that means that I live near thrift stores. Um, I, I give some items to one of these thrift stores that is one of those setups where you give them household items, clothes, whatever. They sell those items, and they give the proceeds to charity. Am I a hero? That's for other people to decide. But I also go into this thrift store from time to time. Just to look around to see, you know, if there's a gift I want to get for somebody that I don't actually like all that well. And it only just hit me recently that I have never gone to this establishment and seen anything that I have donated for sale. And what hit me then was that all of the stuff that I had given them, which, you know, I didn't want anymore, but it wasn't trash. I thought it was perfectly acceptable I thought it was something other people might want, is total garbage. And that's how I feel about Will Muschamp at this point. He's my thrift store coach that the thrift store didn't want.
2: Now, do you think that maybe your goods are being burned for fuel? Maybe they're still contributing, which that's also kind of Florida offense.
0: It's possible, but I give them a lot of styrofoam goods. So I hope that's not what's happening.
1: So so that's dangerous to breathe, also like Florida football? (laughs) Well, well, dangerous to breathe in the sense that your brain needing oxygen would bond to the hydrofluorocarbons inside the styrofoam. That would be bad for a normal human being. But like an alligator, appropriately enough, I don't know if damaging the brainstem of Will Muschamp really does all that much damage to the creature as a whole. His blood is pure methane. (laughs) Like, you know... Not all animals have as much loyalty to their frontal lobes as we do.
2: Interestingly enough, to kill Will Muschamp, you have to sever his fists, not his head.
1: <laughs> and even then, hours to die.
2: He he won't bleed out. He'll just he'll just get so angry that he can't punch you.
1: He'll just leave.
0: What you're describing is some sort of country hydra, I believe.
1: Yeah, some sort of some sort of horrendous, yes, weird, he, tubby country hydra
2: he will regenerate adversity
1: <laughs> he will <laughs> yes, that that and the unique cry of the will must champ alone in the wilderness which having no control over the volume of his voice can either be a, a slight whisper or an outright scream but never anything in between
2: and, and not just the, the volume of his voice but the, the pace of his voice it's going to be a, a really frantic scream you know it, it's it's not just going to be a one syllable. There's going to be a lot of syllables coming at you.
1: Mommy, I saw a giant woodchuck beating a whiteboard with weird runes and symbols on it. No, no, that's that's just Will Muschamp. He lives in the woods and he draws up eagle formations. Eagle, over! Behind the apartments on Archer Road. Oh, God, this is so depressing.
2: <laughs> so Will, depressing. Will Muschamp is kind of my idea of what, like, Big Ten baseball must be like. Like, like watching Mark Dantonio sit at a Michigan State baseball game—that's Will Muschamp, I think.
1: I—he's like every overwhelmed and, and and exasperated county employee I've ever seen. You know, like try the ones who try really hard and haven't just given up on the notion of society entirely. Like those, like angry bus driver. Angry pretty much anyone who comes in contact with the public school system. That's Will Muschamp, right? Like, why are you bending the forks? Don't <laughs> bend don't bend the forks and put them
0: in the dishwasher. Will Muschamp is that relative you have who gets very angry when you suggest that you can't buy everything at Sam's Club. <laughs> like that maybe maybe you should get your daughter a graduation gift. Not at Sam's
2: Club.
0: Why <laughs> would well, you can't get wedding dresses and
2: coffins
1: at Sam's Club?
0: Damn K- <laughs> store is fifty fifty thousand feet tall. Of course they got everything. You stupid.
1: I got one store. That's it. If I can't get it there, I ain't getting it anywhere else. My I need nephew to, speak to Sam.
0: My nephew <laughs> had his breast at Sam's Club.
1: Yeah, that's the, Will Will Muschamp is the Ein I'm, Ein i I'm Ein Fur, Ein mega package store that that's his approach to life one thing why can't we win games 10-3 because the score is not 10-3 the score is 10-3 like i'm convinced that the math just auto-corrects in his head we either had 10 or we had three that's it the score is actually 38 to 13 coach 10-3 boil it down for me like it's some sort of basic code it's
2: very binary in his mind it's either oh,
1: 10 or 3. It's not even fun. Like, I know I wrote that. But it, I, I didn't say it like I want to say it with the correct inflection, which is that, like, you, you said this with the Falcons a couple of weeks ago, Jason, that you're like, oh, shit, i got to watch a Falcon.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I sympathize. The the Mike Smith era has um, devolved into the Will Muschamp era, so I'm right there with you.
0: But, but Spencer, what is the most fun Will Muschamp Florida game that there that there's been that you've watched.
1: See, this is this is where you actually go back and realize that no, none of them, absolutely none of them have been fun. They're so constipated. There uh, was uh,
2: Florida FSU last year was a blast. God.
1: Look, even then, it was until the fourth quarter. Remember, the roof just kind of fell in on FSU. There, right.
2: There, there's huge momentum swings.
1: Yeah, big momentum swings. And always the feeling that we were lucking out. That's the thing about like and not in that positive sense of like, man, I'm a Western Kentucky fan and boy we're punching above our weight. Right? Like I, I I miss this. I really would envy the position of like like Baylor, it's gotta be so fun right now. And I don't mean just because of the offense. Obviously that helps. But I mean the sense of somebody on the way up who can who can really appreciate and savor every delightful moment of beheading the opponent as opposed to expecting it because we were used to the clean beheading. And with Muschamp, it's like a beheading done with, uh, with a uh, a rusty lawnmower blade, you know, because that's what I got. I cut my grass with it. I cut anything with it. Go to Sam's Club. Get a new one. A new yard. New yard and a new uh, person to decapitate because just, just kill my neighbor. Going to need a new one. Pretty sure they got those at Sam's Club.
2: He was a good man. He's out for the rest of the month with a, <laughs> with a, a missing head. We're, we're going to miss his
1: contributions in the neighborhood. He is. He did so. I'm just sick for these kids who, we, who don't get to watch a proper decapitation.
0: We think he's going to be ready for spring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, truly, I truly believe that.
1: We're holding him out of the Arkansas game seeing as he doesn't have a, a brain. It's a tweet. He's going to be fine. you know how many times Will Muschamp has had to say that? Poor thing. Like He's had to get up there and go, he's going to be fine. Yeah, Coach, we, we saw him. He was he was attacked by a, by a very large warthog. I mean, like, not a Razorback. What that your, would be cement.
0: Coach, he's, he's or... being,
2: being wheeled around campus in
1: an iron lung, Coach.
0: This is just more of the binary Will Muschamp. He only understands dead or alive.
1: He's going to be fine. That's it. He's going to be fine. That's it. We don't give out injury news, but I'll tell you that uh he's got AIDS. But he's going to be fine. He's gonna be, he's got cancer. But, his, uh,
0: his legs have no skin. Like,
1: I can just, like, that's well, it. But we I mean, think,
0: we think we're gonna get him some touches.
1: Like Will Must Champ and Brian's song. It'd be such a different, <laughs> such a different movie. Because I'm pretty sure he'd be like, he's got cancer, he's gonna be good to go. You good to go? Okay, get in there. Go ahead. End of the movie, all of a sudden, like, he dies, and, like, that binary thing switches in. He's like, hey, buddy, that's good, you're gonna be good to go this start He's dead? No! Like, He's doubtful. He's
2: doubtful. <laughs> He's quite doubtful. Now, what I'm most looking forward to now is uh, Will's song. Just listening to look, what kind of music does Will Muschamp listen to? Is it like Henry Rollins? Jingles. No,
1: no, no it, it's Nickelback.
2: We've had this. Discussion. Oh yeah, we did learn yeah, that. That's right. But yeah. but he didn't know what Nickelback was. <laughs> does that,
1: <laughs> like, does that tell you? Like, I have a couple of Will Muschamp stories. One being that that he did actually tape a like. He taped a – this is what Chris Hatcher, the former coach at Georgia uh, Southern Mm -hmm. and now I believe head coach at Murray State now. Murray State. Yeah, told me that that Will Muschamp had at one point taped a broken headset to his head. Now consider this. I said – I asked really specifically. Now when you say taped to the head, do you mean, you know, okay, what would you do? You would do this. You would try to make kind of a bandolier, right, a headband out of it, right? And make sure that it was double-sided on the non-sticky side, right? So that you didn't actually tape your hair, right, to your head.
2: Right. Sure.
1: Yeah. That's not what Will Muschamp did. Mm. Will Muschamp literally did the patriotic revolutionary war drummer thing with duct tape, right? Just <laughs> around his head. Meaning the next day, it had to look like a wild animal had just gnawed chunks out of his hair. Okay. In order to just hey, just get my headset on, that's that's what he did.
2: Well, that was down in Valdosta, wasn't it? So I mean, <laughs> everybody there kind of has a little a little racetrack around
1: their head. That's what they call it down there.
0: <laughs>
1: it's a it's like a reverse tonsure of sorts. Indicates it's, that you're in the monastic order of dip.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: it's a, it's like a it's like a jet stream it makes ah. you run faster.
0: It's a hairstyle that signals separate but equal. <laughs>
1: Top hair and your bottom hair. <laughs> like that's the thing. Like like I I could never believe like and there's no evidence for this, but just as a hypothetical, I would never believe anyone who said, Man, Will Muschamp is racist or homophobic because those don't have anything to do with football. No. He did he didn't know what Nickelback was. It was just on his iPad. Like the most toxic band on the planet. He had no clue who they were because has Nickelback ever helped him? Stop a spread offense out of a nickel set? I don't think so.
0: No, it's like saying, I don't think the Terminator liked what I made for dinner. <laughs> like, the Terminator didn't give a shit what you made for dinner. He just <laughs> wanted to assume your form and kill you with a pokey finger.
1: Right, unusually, though, really fond of chicken and dumplings.
0: Hmm. Oh, God.
1: I know. Curious.
2: Is, <laughs> it, just... is it just an incredibly efficient food? or Maybe that was just the first thing he ever ate, and he decided to never depart from that.
1: Maybe the program, maybe the programmer was a redneck, right? And his last thing, he's like, "Ah, these robots are gonna kill me, <laughs> but I'm gonna remember my mom by making this robot's favorite food, chicken and dumplings." <laughs> then the robot, like you know, gutted him with its like molten liquid sword. And that—that's as much as I want to talk about Will Muschamp tonight. Yes, please.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: God. Well, if you insist. <laughs> so so depressing. Let's talk about something happier, like. Say, for instance, the fact that USC is totally going to have Ed Orgeron as head coach.
2: At Notre
1: Dame.
0: No, forever. I think he may. Oh, (laughs) oh,
2: oh, oh, right, right, right. Well, in that case, at Notre Dame for the next decade.
1: (laughs) The next damn, the next damn decade. The best part would be if Ed Orgeron did, like, consider this. Because you could really see these kind of scenarios, right? Ed Orgeron does a great job at USC, but Pat Hayden wants to hire his dude. And erase any connection to the prior administration, right? This is feasible. We're here, correct? Yeah. Okay. So tell me the jobs that are going to open up that Ed Ron could possibly land, because if if USC's if USC's not going to make that mistake, who will?
0: Mississippi State.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's hard to top. That's a. Uh... Ooh, this is Whoa. this is a little too close for comfort already. <laughs> Good goodness. I got to admit, I thought I was ready for that shot, but it is not going down easy. Hey, he knows the state.
2: And <laughs> and um Mississippi State's done well since he's been in the state. <laughs> FIU? Do
1: I hear FIU? Hmm?
0: That that actually would be too smart for FIU to do at this point. I hate I hate to say it, but that's too pro of a move for them.
1: <laughs> so they would get, like, Ted Orgeron, his little brother, who, <laughs> <Right. and>, like, <laughs> accidentally filed it and wrote the T really small but wrote the E really big, right, just hoping to get a job. And FIU was like, you're hired, son. Ted Orgeron shows up, and they're like, he's a 55-year-old Greyhound trainer.
0: Be like, is there a Shula who kind of likes football? Let's hire him.
1: What are your qualifications? I own a fishing boat. <laughs> Sold. How about uh, how about Georgia Tech? Oh, <laughs> oh. here's the best part: Georgia Tech's too broke to do it.
2: Well, perhaps they, you know they kind of already have Ed Orgeron. They have a, a, a smart, quiet Ed Orgeron, but pretty much the same guy. So if you decide he's not working out, maybe you just ramp up the volume and the grumbliness.
1: Can we just make Paul Johnson Cajun, put him through some kind of crash course?
2: Yeah, tell him there's a uh delicious food at the end. He looks like he likes food.
1: No, <laughs> I'm not saying he's out of shape. He looks like a man who likes food. He looks like a man who walks and needs calories and probably likes food.
0: Paul Johnson actually looks like a man who just puts food on his body and lets it absorb.
1: He just slaps a chicken-fried steak (laughs) to his back. (laughs) Like a...
0: Six six hours later, it's gone.
1: Like a fly. Right. Yeah, or or maybe he's like a Mongol. He just lets it cook under the saddle, right? Just gets like a nice piece of underdone ham, puts it under his fanny, sits down, bangs out a couple of, you know, recruiting calls. It's cooked. It's good to go. Genghis Genghis Khan would have done it. Then when that runs out, you
2: stab the horse, you drink the blood... Yeah, I can see Paul Johnson doing all these things and coming up with inventive new ways to do them.
1: Except like in H- Genghis H- Khan
2: could have learned a few things.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Paul Johnson's doing it the same way. What, it's working. Work, yeah, work, that's, right? that's very true. The man is not, <laughs> not <laughs> going to change things that work yeah, <laughs> out. Okay. Remember, by the way, is this, is this his sixth season? Six? We had five or six seasons of Paul Johnson football.
0: Seems okay. so much longer. <laughs> Something like that.
1: All right, consider this. They they like just started working in the shotgun formation uh last year. Remember that was like breaking news in Georgia Tech land. Oh, hey, guess what? They're gonna be working in the shotgun. Georgia's <laughs> fucked now. <laughs> they, they don't even have the shotgun. No, they do. They they run like half of their offense at least out of the shotgun. What? Maybe there was sort of it
2: was sort of hinted that like Paul Johnson literally has a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> which that would be less surprising. Then George Tate running the shotgun. <laughs> pretty, the, pretty sure he knows how to make shotguns.
1: He's like the only guy who could go out with a killing spree in his last game as head coach, uh, he's got my money. Like, you know, uh, Turner Gill, no. Like Turner Gill, that wasn't happening with him. He was going to go out with a prayer, maybe a nice note of thanks, you know, uh, you know when Bill Snyder retires. He's not taking anyone with him. He's just going to give everyone a Pinocchio doll and some Worthers, and that's going to be it, man. But now,
2: is Bo Pelini too obvious a choice? For- yeah,
1: because because here's the trick with Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini is secretly the kind of dude who's devastated by Pixar movies. Like Bo Pelini is the secret mm-hmm. crier, mm-hmm. right? Deeply emotional. Now his brother, <laughs> <laughs>
2: F- FAU, will be a crater. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Either that or he you're just gonna open the office like they're gonna have to do the embarrassing thing where security has to they're like break the lock, he's in there, just break the lock, have them escort him in, and they go in, and they it's just um it's just just like nine hookers
0: cannibalized hookers yeah <laughs> 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 <Or> maybe <laughs> not for days
1: or maybe they ate him right like <laughs> he thought he could handle it, but you know he called the wrong people he called
2: two or three too many.
1: Yeah, exactly. He thought he could handle the Miami grade of extreme hooker, and uh, no, he could not. No I, no, I, I think I think Paul Johnson's the one who might just be like, "Y'all send the cops, I don't care."
0: But Paul Johnson would do it uh, in the line of fire style, where we'd be watching. I don't know some terrible ACC game, and then he, they're like the announcers would be like, "Oh, he's producing a appears to be a wooden stock from his pocket." He's uh, got another wooden piece there, just slowly assembling this wooden gun. He's,
1: he's <laughs> <smuggled> whittled, <in. laughs> whittling a rifle in real <laughs> He's building a blunderbuss out of a railroad tie. But he's got to hurry because that damn offense—it just bleeds the clock. No, no, I mean, no. He's still going. That's going to take him hours, man.
0: He appears to have pooped out a bag of gunpowder.
1: This gun can do three things, and none of them beat Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't shoot very far. Kind of no. like the quarterback. Yeah, no. It's just and and when it can, it's immobile. It's amazing. I can't build a gun that you can move or shoot. Yeah. It's crazy. I only build howitzers or pistols. Nothing in between. Uh the um th- that's also by the way the longest anyone has ever discussed Paul Johnson. But seriously, Ed Orgeron plays at Notre Dame. So consider this. P- teams that have beaten Notre Dame, okay? And coaches that have beaten Notre Dame in the past 5 years. Okay. The hilarious array of coaches. Uh one I submit to you, Greg Robinson.
0: That, that is true. That is, that is <laughs> <great>. Uh,
1: uh <laughs> here's another, Charlie Weiss. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Think about it.
1: Yeah, that that's true. Um uh, Tom Amstutz. God. Not, <laughs> yeah, not yeah, ringing no. a bell. Uh no, I believe it was Tom Amstutz. Uh was that Toledo? You you made that coach up, so. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't you remember the Stutz? The Stutz! He was this massive, super fat guy who coached uh, Toledo. And I was trying to remember because Notre Dame lost, like if you look at their losses uh, over the past five years, and this is, by the way, purely, this is an act of sadism on the part of this show. We're just trying to cause pain to Notre Dame fans that they just, they don't even deserve at this point. Well yeah, you deserve it. <laughs> every every there's, uh, there's a Dave Wanstead in there. Oh,
0: I was about to say <gasps> Yeah, yeah. That oh. that gets lost in the uh, Greg Robinson year, but they had already lost to <laughs>
2: That year also includes a Paul Johnson and a Randy Edsel. God damn. I'm sorry, uh Ken Niamatololo. Uh, oh, oh,
1: oh, 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 oh the agony. Then if you keep going forward it just gets worse. It really does because uh,
0: we got to skip. We got to skip Holtz.
1: You got to skip Holtz, man. <laughs> Two thousand nine, Notre Dame loses thirty-three to thirty to UConn.
2: Is that a Frank? Spaz- oh, Jeff Jagodzinski. Yeah. Phew.
1: Oh no, I I confused it by the way. It was not Amstutz. It was not. It was Tulsa. A
0: young Todd Graham.
1: Was, is that Todd Graham? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that goes, Doug, no. Who, who probably unsuccessfully interviewed for the game for the team afterwards, right? Like just the child, like <laughs> head shake, like they take an application. No, okay. No. All right. They should be because I just won. No, all right. That's cool. Here's Man, my card.
2: Joe Paterno beat Notre Dame. That guy didn't win a game for like 10 years. Oh, God.
1: I, speaking of burying the Paterno legacy. Whoo. My. God, excruciating. Oh, by the way, lost to Skip
2: Holtz. He lost to twice. Uh, Chan. Twice. Chan-, Chan Gailey.
1: Lost to Skip Holtz when he was at South Florida, and Chan Gailey. Good God, how are you not dead from pain and agony? Yeah. yeah, but they beat Danny Hope. So. <laughs> <laughs> a man called Hope. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I think that's it. Oh, my God. I forgot, by the way. Skip Holt. Two flavors of Skip Holt. That should be enough to kill, like, a whole village. Much less South Bend, Indiana. All 38 people who live there. Let's take some... read By the way, before we move on to the games, let's take a couple of... Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, we have to wash that off. Let's do some reader questions here. Uh, if you'll do this, I believe. I- you should be CC'd on these. I'm going to go ahead and uh, select our first one. Okay, which is going to be uh-huh. uh, let's see. We need y'all's French fry power rankings now that Drew McGarry has released his. I'm gonna make it really short and really simple uh, that I really, really, really like uh, sweet potato fries. and then there's yeah. everything there's everything else. there's like sweet potato fries. You don't need to put sugar on them, you know but uh, what? Okra fries? No, fries. French fries. <laughs> my wife's like, okra fries. And I was like, my oh God. You know what happens when you get a master's degree? You just lose all sense, don't you? You just forget the knowledge that Will Muschamp gave you. There are two kinds of fries. Dead and alive.
2: I never heard of an okra-tater, lady.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of an okra-potato. tate potate You give me one or the other, I can't I'm, deal with I'm both. Gonna
2: say, uh, I'm going to say waffle.
1: It's a strong choice. Fries. I'm not being really orthodox about this. If you like that, that's awesome. And if you don't, oh. you know, then good for you. a okay. uh, yeah. that that like sweet potato.
0: I think that leaves me with curly fry, and I'll throw down with curly fry. I'm
2: fine oh, with that. Oh, dude. God,
1: I'm
0: fine
2: with That's a really that. good shape, too. That's yeah. a good shape.
1: I mean, that's, that's a good shape, but I always I, think of Arby's like, checkered curly fry. It's kind of like arguing about
2: pasta. Like, all pasta is the same. It just comes in different shapes. It's it's like arguing about like alphabet soup versus dinosaur soup when well, who you're a do you, kid. It's who do you ride. The same thing.
1: Well, they well, have, who, who they have do you,
0: dinosaur soup now.
1: I know, <laughs> baller. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> who do you ride? Who do you ride with? Fast food wise, because I think that's what most people are talking about. And don't get couture on me, okay? Don't be like, oh, well, this like chain of seven. No, I mean some some place that like any dumbass can pull up to on the highway and go to
0: purely for french fries or just general? french
1: fries like if you just had to walk up and be like i gotta eat french fries oh huh Gosh.
2: well i'm sure there are better options but i'm from georgia so i just go to chick-fil-a
1: you know they're good i'll say that chick-fil-a they're good for five minutes not that many fries are good after five they minutes.
2: have so much of a surface area that they get cold pretty fast and uh, the peanut oil doesn't hold up over time but you were busting out some Georgia science. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long were we going to talk about Chick-fil-A? Because that could go for a while. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. You and I probably could. We could probably do a good 30 minutes just on Chick-fil-A alone. But you're <laughs> right. The surface area is crucial. There's so much of it. And the peanut oil, I don't know what it is, but it cools in roughly two and a half minutes. And then they just turn into cold starch. Yeah, they're they're very, um very bitey. Yeah, I'm going to go – seriously, I'm going to go with the king here, okay? I'm I'm going with McDonald's. <laughs> Consistent, good. You can get them anywhere. They're salty. They contain zero attempt at nutritional value. They don't even put a peel on them, right? There's none of this, oh, it was a thing once. No, they're just hot tubes of obliterated starch.
0: The unfortunate thing is that you can – once you've eaten too many McDonald's fries, you've definitely eaten too many McDonald's fries. <laughs> like it's <laughs> – it's a very quick. Overcome. There's no warning.
1: <laughs> well, wait, wait, when you get the when you get the six hour diabetes, right? <laughs> when it kicks in, you're like, "Oh god, glucose yeah. crash!" Yeah. If you eat too many McDonald's fries, by the way, I'm convinced they're the third leading cause of traffic accidents. Right? <laughs> it's like drunk driving, texting, and McDonald's fry overdose. Seems fair. All right. Uh, do you have one you would like to select, Ryan?
0: Um, let's see. Over no, I don't like that one. God, and people people got to get some good some some serious questions here. Damn. Uh, does, okay,
1: uh, uh, okay. Uh, go I'll, ahead. I'll,
0: I'll go with I'll go with this one. Uh, this is this is from Mr. Big Wheel. Other football games that should be played in raceway
1: infields. Hmm. Does he mean other infields that should be played, or other football games? Uh, let, be let's
0: let's say other football games. Okay. Because the one, the one I'm going to pick right away is Michigan Notre Dame, just because it will terrify.
1: Damn it. I, 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 went a, I went a step further and went Stanford Notre Dame. Because <laughs> I want somebody to have, like, you know, a bottle of Pinot Noir, just be really confused.
0: I want a Michigan fan screaming at a stock car that it needs to shut up because <laughs> the game is on.
1: Well, you see, they have a track. Like that's the thing. Michigan has a track, so like there would at least be some Michigan fans, like the Bob Seger faction, right? Right. They would get it. They would understand it.
2: Yeah, there's a big there's a big NASCAR track in Michigan. Detroit car stuff.
1: Yeah, so like just fine. You know, like and there are white trash Michigan fans. There are no white. It's like there's not a redneck in the world who loves Stanford. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you don't. You don't know. There were some Buddy Tevens
1: relatives for a while.
2: <laughs> some of those folks out in San Jose and Sacramento.
1: No, 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 no. Like Trevor from GTA Five is not a Stanford fan. Okay, I wouldn't
2: be shocked. <laughs> he
1: uh, might be. A, he might be a Jim Harbaugh fan. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with uh, BYU Utah, just because <laughs> the, the demographics, the demographics from the the skin tone perspective light up, but. What's inside doesn't quite match. However, uh, Utah fans storming the track. It would take them like an extra four (laughs) minutes to get on and off the
1: field. Just Utah fans being punted by cars going 180 miles an hour. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm going to amend my answer to Miami, Florida State because – That hasn't happened? Somebody in that crowd will not be able to help it, and they will try to steal one of the NASCAR cars. (laughs)
2: Somehow they will end up with a yacht and jet skis on the track.
1: <laughs> it's for recruiting. What? <laughs> Don't ask. There's no time. <laughs> uh, my answer would be this. If I were going to go ahead and put another game in the middle of a NASCAR track, uh, and, and that would be Kentucky-Louisville, uh, mostly because I'm convinced at one point a drunken fan uh, you know, would take the track and then we get to see, you know, we get to see what Kentucky fans really want to see at a football game and usually see at a football game, which is someone broken in half by something moving faster than a Kentucky football player.
2: Now, I think with that particular rivalry, we do it at a knockoff Churchill Downs. And we, do oh. it, we do it at uh, Keeneland <laughs>
1: where <laughs> everyone's <laughs> already
2: hammered beyond belief. Can we and, get
1: the – You get know, the Kentucky's
2: j- offense, it, it, if, if the thinner the field is, the better chance it's going to know which way to go.
1: Can we get a Japan Grand Prix thing where we have like the horse stand on the back of the horse, right? Like the Japanese video game where you simulate a race and wacky things start happening. If that can happen with a football game going on in the middle, I'm totally now in. Now
2: that would boost Louisville's strength of schedule.
1: It really. <laughs> I mean, sure they, they only, horse on horse. They only beat <laughs> Kentucky thirty four to twenty. But did you see what they had? Looking at them, did you see the? the <laughs> Did you see the dudes doing the can-can on the back of a super long dachshund-sized horse? <laughs> Did you see that? Um, that or, that or I would also opt if I had to choose one more rivalry to go ahead and put it in there. And this is just for serious. Like, this is serious shit. The Iron Bowl at Talladega. Yeah. Just do the Iron Bowl at Talladega with the full race. When the big one happens, uh, like seriously, if the big one happened at the same time that Alabama got a safety, like the glowing ghost of Bear Bryant himself would just like come out of the Ark of the Covenant, which is like a giant cooler that somebody brought.
0: <laughs> I'm also pretty sure if you did it at Talladega, Harvey Updike would show up like in a biplane and be like, that court order didn't say shit about spies! He
1: didn't say anything about mustard gas, did he? <laughs> I'm gonna go, uh, Harvard, Arkansas
2: at Daytona. <laughs>
1: Because, because, fuck sense. That's why. Because
0: UConn doesn't travel well. Uh,
1: <laughs> Jason, do you have a, a question you would like to uh, cherry pick? Oh, for your um, place?
2: let's see here. Let's see here. This is a tough one. Hmm. Hmm. More depressing places than didn't we do that one last week? The airport parking lot. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, so uh ch- check back on last week, folks. I don't know how you'll find it because we can't get this on iTunes, but just yeah. uh it, it,
1: they're all on sound they' they're all, they're all we- on Soundcloud. you can find one if they're all listed next to each other. So, I don't know what that is, but you'll uh, well you'll see it's amazing works okay. really well um i would I would go ahead and select this by the way, if you're going to ask another question uh which is uh which it' Damn it. That's a repeat. These are
2: repeats. What are you doing, people? What's wrong with these? Okay. um, um, America. um, If these coaches – this is from Will McKay. If these coaches no longer had football, where would they be? Those coaches are Edward Duran, Dabo, Greg Davis, Tony Franklin. I kind of think they'd all be doing the same thing. Like those Uh, those four, I could see those four of them hanging out. Greg Davis is kind of confused as to why he's there. Yeah. Trying to settle everything down. Dabo thinks he's in charge. Tony Franklin's actually in charge. And Ed Orgeron's probably uh, missing.
0: I would like to see those four open a real estate agency together. uh, Just because of the competition factor, first of all. Like, I think Ed Orgeron would try to... He he would get confused and think, all right, I have to kidnap people. Put them in these (laughs) homes where nobody (laughs) lives. I win.
1: Oh, I know. I like that. Um, By the way, this is the I'm going to ask one more question here, which is from Braves and Birds, because I have an answer, like a solid answer that I had no other close comparison for, which is what's the worst single game plan you've ever seen a team implement?
2: We should note he's a Michigan fan. Yes.
1: So he's very, very biased about this. But I have an answer. And it harkens back to something we were discussing earlier, which was it would be 2007 Notre Dame versus Georgia Tech when Charlie Weiss, after at least 20 minutes of close reading on the spread option and the spread <laughs> offense, decided to install it <laughs> for one game against Georgia Tech and then never use it again. And that led to a 33 to 3 loss against Chan. Fucking <laughs> Kaylee.
2: Also, uh, I believe that was uh, the defensive coordinator there. Wasn't that Tanuda? Yes. So if you're gonna if you're gonna go out with five wide and nobody in the block, that's probably not the coach to do it again. <laughs> he knows how to do exactly one thing. Blitz.
1: <laughs> and blitz everyone. <laughs> blitz with more than five guys. Oh, I'm very sorry to interrupt this broadcast with something that won't be live tomorrow, but Costa Rica just scored. <laughs> Oh, uh, Mexico is going to be out of the World Cup. Um, but yeah, that's that. That is for me the worst game plan I have ever seen implemented.
0: Uh, I will. I, I have a much more limited selection to choose from. I am going to pick the 2007 national championship game, the Florida Ohio State game, because nothing about what Ohio State did in that game looked like they had. Any regard, like, they, I don't think they watched a second of tape. They were just like, well, yeah, you know, we're here. We're the number one team. Why would we do anything differently? Everything's going to be fine.
1: It so wasn't. It wasn't quite fine. <laughs> that was, for me, like, the the idea of a get-bad game plan is when you look at it and you both ask, one, do you ever practice? <laughs> Not did you practice this week, but do you ever practice? <laughs> like if your game plan is so bad that you take the field and I go, I don't even know if you're doing any of this on purpose. That's when I know it's the worst idea you've ever had.
2: Now I have an example at, we don't even have to go back very far for this one, but Oklahoma against Texas this weekend. Oh, their God. quarterback, their quarterback is eight foot nine, 380 pounds, and all he does is run the option all day. Texas just gave up a half a thousand yards to BYU to a quarterback who is not that large. And yet, they didn't take advantage of that.
0: Look, I have, I have a theory on that game. I think Bob Stoops was talking to Mark Stoops. He, he had had a little bit to drink. I don't know, they're on the phone. He's saying, you know what? I'll bet you I beat Texas so badly that I can use Blake Bell as a pure passer.
1: <laughs> there's that or there's this possibility which is uh, which is that you know when a man loves a uh, loves a bubble screen he just loves a bubble screen they threw that like 34 times oh my God. that game just the same bubble screen like throwing badly like Blake Bell throwing it like you would throw a ham right just <gasps> throwing it out to the wing so you're, for saying,
0: a you're saying Blake Bell would be the best supermarket sweep player
1: <laughs> oh undoubtedly he, he is his Dominic. own he is his own shopping cart he'd be, ama- be amazing I mean, like Blake, um,
0: you can't eat the frozen turkey you don't get points for that I know I know I was just hungry
1: <laughs> It won't slow me down at all It won't slow me up to 15 minutes later Oh boomer oh. I think it actually gives him
2: a boost like a power up
1: <laughs> Yeah it makes a sound do <laughs> do but Speaking of things that make a sound, we have uh, the magnificent. <laughs> uh, we have. I, I haven't quite come up for the name. The 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 bow bowl the bowl um, bowl. Bo, the ah bo, 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 uh, yeah the 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 the, the dimbo dimbo jab
2: Je- jumbo the
0: Bobo. the bobo
2: the jim jim de bobo
1: <laughs> the bro the bow bowl. Bo, this bo, week, bro, the, the, bo. the important
2: thing is this week. Uh, two men who combine to make five million dollars a year in salary. Whose names are Jimbo and Dabo will be the centerpiece of primetime television. <laughs> and their names are Jimbo and Dabo.
1: <laughs> and they make more money in a year than you'll scratch in 10. I mean, that's, it's, they're amazing.
2: Yeah. They're going to be the center of the sporting world. Um, assuming there's, <laughs> it's not baseball season yet, is it? Um, but their names are Jimbo and Dabo.
1: Jimbo and Dabo will be playing for, um, you know, at least a, a spot, a, an outside shot at a national title, provided a really good shot. Yeah, I mean a pretty good shot. This a really is a good shot. <laughs> yeah, if if they do this, because uh, they don't have to rematch, they are in the same division. So from you, here, on.
0: you know, what they do have to do though. In all likelihood, the winner of this game has to play an unwatchable ACC championship game against Virginia Tech, that everybody will <laughs> see and say. Nope.
1: We're not winning. <laughs> Fifteen to eight? No, thank you. <laughs> Just Frank oh, and this is Frank Beamer's hour because Frank Beamer can't win <laughs> anything, but he's born to ruin. <laughs>
2: And this comes hour, hours after, like, Alabama and South Carolina have, like, a 56 to 53 thriller. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and, like, there's just a few o- bitter Ohio State fans who are like, she's got no defense. And, like, it was like, fuck you, that was awesome. And then all of a sudden we have to watch this, like, squatting shit show of a game.
0: And then Ohio State fans will be like, well, we did beat Buffalo.
1: So. <laughs> that game against Northwestern? We, be, we beat Buffalo by a third as many points as Baylor did, almost. <laughs> did, did you see that underwhelming 22-0 to game against Michigan when Al Borges just ran like – he turned – my favorite expression, by the way, go blog writing about a tackle over formation – was like he turns his he turns his uh, tackle or was he turns his left tackle into a super right tackle I think was the phrase yeah yeah he's like running this into a three man front with full coverage like or an eight man front
2: yeah not just a super right tackle a super right tackle who cannot function as a decoy tight end in any way <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's literally nothing else they could do short of giving the quarterback <laughs> murdered other than run to the right. <laughs>
1: That's it. And the best part about it is I'm sitting there imagining, like, trading spaces with Al Borges where he's like, what if you used a chair as a hat? <laughs> like, he's just got parts and he's just making up new uses for them. Not sensical uses, but he's just like, what if I took bunches and used him as a potter? Honey, we <laughs> sleep in the
0: mailbox now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, where you're going, how much money does that man make? And he's out there like, yep, great idea. What if we just had four linemen all in the wrong place? That'd be awesome.
2: And is he considering Greg Davis and, uh, Bowman and, uh, probably others? He might not even be the worst offensive coordinator in the
1: Big Ten. I'm getting to the point in Perhaps life. the most creative. When somebody says, hey, you know, that man has learned, that man knows more about football, that man has forgotten more about football than you'll ever know. I've gotten to the point in life where I'm like, nah. <laughs> I'm just like, that Al is man, he's, He's a veteran. You know, he's just he's just lived a long time.
0: Even if that's true, Albor just might have forgotten everything about him.
1: <laughs> Exactly. That's the marvel of age. That's, it's not, that that's a not lot an of enviable things, position. Exactly. A lot of a lot of things about getting older suck, but one of the things that doesn't is being able to go, No, 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 that dude's just been around a while. <laughs> he's not there's no real greatness to that. <laughs> he just keeps picking up checks. Um the other, uh, the other thing, by the way, about Jimbo Debo, and this is just what I think on the outside, uh, uh, is this that I think Florida State's going to wax them bad. Hmm. Bad. Yeah. Bad. Straight. I don't think it's. I think it's going to be like like a 17 point win. I don't. and it, it just because of this, I don't think Clemson. I don't think they're just like talent wise. They especially defensively, they don't have that.
2: Yeah. Well, they have a
1: pass rush. They have a pass rush, and who are they rushing?
2: They're bringing down the fleet-footed athletes at Boston College behind the line of scrimmage. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're, They're bottling up Wofford for losses.
1: You know, like, it was Anthony Williams, the running back, correct, who absolutely cracked Clemson's safety.
2: Yeah, I believe Clemson's defense is down to about eight guys after that one run.
1: Yeah, and Anthony Williams, uh, like most players on scholarship at Boston College, they focus on very talented, charismatic, and uh, intellectually adept people who are able to follow the standards and live up to the Boston College standard. Curiously, though, by uh, charter, they all have cinder blocks for feet. Boston College is really amazing because they recruit nothing but really slow athletes who do nothing but make plays. It's a requirement. They're like, 5'4", you're our man. 4'7", that's a little speedy. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't want anyone to feel bad. I thought you were talking about height. If you're no, five no, foot no. four, come to <laughs> <Boston> college. <laughs> only to play quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, only to play quarterback. Although, like, seriously, does the cinder block his feet requirement? Matt Ryan looks a lot different now, doesn't he?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I, it, it's not his fault.
1: <laughs> no, it's not his fault. I'm convinced... Boston College actually has the most brilliant athletes in all of uh, FBS football. But, they, but you know, by charter, got to play with the cinder blocks on the feet at all times.
0: It's like misery. They keep breaking your feet so you won't leave.
1: It's a New England Calvinist thing. <laughs> They're like, be humble before God. <laughs> Put on these cinder blocks.
0: God wouldn't run for five yards of carry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 3.2. Just like God intended. on. God. on. <laughs> Go smack. That's the way they talk. <laughs> That's the way they talk because we don't have accents. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the game. But I really think Florida State's just—I think Florida State's just going to waste them.
2: I think FSU's better. I don't know if I see a big, big win. Um, they played really close last time in Tallahassee. Granted, FSU might have a better quarterback this time around, but
1: yeah, I mean, really, like this is the thing: Jimbo Fisher for the first time has a quarterback. Who might get paid in the NFL draft, and who's actually good? <laughs> that's the part that's amazing.
2: I don't know. I, somehow, despite being like this perfect specimen who's brilliant and picks up the whole thing immediately, there's going to be something wrong with him.
1: You know. You, look at it this way: he can't be as good as he's going to be as a freshman. Like the, the chances of that happening. Like the thing is, is that like the longer the people will say this, the longer he's with Jimbo Fisher, the worse he's going to get. Which and uh, this is this is the thing that you'll hear in recruiting in Florida, by the way. Jimbo gets his quarterbacks paid, not makes them better.
2: <laughs> I know which I'd rather be. <laughs> hey, this
0: this feels to me like that game where Florida State outplays Clemson for the entirety of the game, but they make like three bad mistakes, they get three bad calls against them, and somehow it's a three point game in the middle of the fourth quarter. And Jimbo just had that look he has. Where he has that, you know, when he gets that look, it's like he's gone to the doctor and he's been really good about his diet and exercise. And doctor's like, "Yeah, your cholesterol went up again."
1: So he's that, like, is oh, that?
0: Damn it! Are you serious? Is
2: that the one where he collapses prone, or where he collapses <laughs> on his back,
1: or? And he's got the, the 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 collapse against UVA, the literal collapse with the play card in hand, where he goes down on all fours. Oh, Would I you- watched. I watched that gif, like, probably twice a day. Was
0: that,
2: was that the one where um, he was challenging that his player did not make a catch?
1: for a Yes. And clock time, <laughs> yeah, and the time was, like, bleeding out on the clock because they're trying to get a field goal unit on, and he just collapses. And I love it because, not because I hate FSU. I mean, I do. But, not, but like, I love it because it's a man totally broken by the moment. Like, oh, god dang it. He does exactly what you would want to do, right? When something like this weekend against LSU, I wanted to just roll around on the floor, but I don't want my kids to see that, right? But Jimbo just did it on the sideline. He's just like, "Oh God, dang! (laughs) I'm gonna gonna have a good wallow right here.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna leave me a divot." I'm to rut for
1: a minute.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna fill it. Calm down. <laughs> I play a
1: lot of golf. I know. I know to clean up. I could just. That's that's our Jimbo Fisher motto. I'm gonna leave a divot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's like a school motto. That could like at the end of the school ad they play during the game <laughs> that shows like the the kids in classes and the diverse the diverse student body at the end is just Florida State University. Leave you all a crater. I'm leave it. it. Lord
0: Seat's ad already looks like a Chris Angel promotion. <laughs> it really
1: does. It does. It does. He's not lying. I don't think I've caught it. Mind
0: freak.
1: It's like, yeah, it's not really. It's like magic and clowns and chemistry. <laughs> of course Ooh. it is. Of course. Yeah, yeah, you know. I mean, UCF, though, like, seriously, UCF has nothing to do with school. UCF like, looks <laughs> like an
2: ad for Tony Hawk game.
1: <laughs> it does. It's like sweet ramps, a fountain you can do an ollie into, you know? <laughs> UCF doesn't even try. They're <laughs> like a coach who may or may not have accidentally killed a kid.
2: I, I'm <laughs> amused by Georgia this year. It's like uh, it, it's like the scene at the, either the ending or the beginning of one of the, the space movie where they're showing all the radio signals coming from Earth throughout time that, like, ends with Hitler. Is that oh, contact? Right. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, like, Hitler is the oldest radio address. That's what the Georgia ad reminds me of this year. <laughs>
1: In Florida, of course, is just a running gag.
0: Look, so, Hitler was a hell of a basketball coach for Georgia. He made some mistakes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Granted, he got in NCAA trouble. He wasn't he, he wasn't Jim Herrick. That's what I'll say. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, reel off. This is like our ninth tangent off tangent. So I'm going to reel it back in and actually ask that we uh, finish up by looking at a couple games. A Thursday night game, by the way, once the fun belt wraps up tonight. Uh, we got us a Miami, North Carolina which is uh, going to be a disaster because North Carolina, what is wrong with them? They are one in four. They can't defend anything. Larry Fedora is uh, just, just paralyzed. Turns out Gio Bernard was
2: pretty good at defense,
1: I guess. <laughs> By the way, is this not the kind of game Miami would lose now that yes. we're all high on them? I mean, this is like. <laughs> um,
2: hey, speak for yourself, people whose team has lost to Florida. I'm, I'm not buying in on Miami yet at
1: all. All right, all right. Uh, respect to that. Uh, speaking of teams that haven't lost yet, and a very challenging game, like a legitimate challenging game, uh, UCF go visiting Louisville for I think, like seriously, Louisville could lose this game.
2: Now, one thing about this game is UCF arguably their best defender, their leading pass rusher. Uh, yesterday, just up and decided he doesn't like football anymore and quits. Which George O'Learys is his head coach, so
1: there you go.
0: Counterpoint, Bortles. Bortles
1: again, Blake Bortles, who uh, against South Carolina and UCF's previous big game of the year, uh, he, he, mistakes were made. If you watch that game, he's, he <laughs> is a, he's a government official. That's how he put it, <laughs> Secretary they, but, Bortles.
0: But they beat Memphis by a whole touchdown.
1: They, hey, this year that's no joke, <laughs> and I am dead serious. You sound serious. Memphis most improved team, most improved.
2: Most improved team in Conference USA West, which is like the worst division in football history.
1: Chris Vernon wants me to not pay attention to Memphis because every time I mention them, they do something bad. I'm like, go Memphis! He's like, stop! Screw them up! Uh, also on Saturday, uh, I, I'm looking through a vast array of games one should not watch. Hello, Purdue Michigan State!
0: Good oh boy. I Michigan Michigan, State. Michigan State's gonna score fifty points in that game.
2: That's just what they do, Michigan they
1: State. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't like it, man, stop it. All right, it ain't running up the score. I mean, Mark Tony serious. Was so like, we're not even doing this on purpose.
0: We don't even have the ball. They put a touchdown up on the board. Oh uh, yeah, know.
1: they don't. Uh, upset. Watch. I'm gonna go ahead and say the skid could continue <laughs> when Georgia visits Vanderbilt at noon because <laughs> it's at because it's at noon. And nothing good happens in noon football games. Vandy's, Vandy's 0-3 coming off a of bye week. Watch your ass, Mark Richt.
2: James Franklin's going to come out swinging. Literally.
1: <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, we've got South Carolina, Tennessee, which, again, it's at noon. <laughs> noon in the SEC, I always assume someone's sleepy and they're going to make a mistake.
0: That's probably Steve Spurrier, right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a classic Spurrier game.
2: Now is Florida Mizzou? That's uh, 21 minutes afternoon. So is, is that clear?
1: Uh, it's 21 minutes afternoon to signify the 21-gun salute you give at the funeral of a season. It's, also, so, being, it's it, also
0: being played at 11:21 local time.
1: Florida <laughs> so Mizzou,
0: the worst brunch ever. <laughs> yeah,
1: don't Just Mizzou with their backup quarterback And Florida with Florida
0: The brunch that kills
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the health department would close this game down In a hurry Don't watch it
0: There are tax on these eggs
1: <laughs> Eggs should have tax in them
0: champ it works.
2: I think the thing is that everyone in the Ozarks Goes to sleep at 3am
1: yeah. So <laughs> let's Just roll out of bed and Hop right to it I don't know if if we're talking about sleeping in a normal nocturnal diurnal cycle once you involve, you know, methamphetamine. Yeah,
2: (laughs) there's meth and there's wolves. Um, There's
1: there's, meth wolves. There's meth wolves. There's Gary Pinkle. (laughs) Dude, seriously, like Gary Pinkle, you know, just go ahead. Rock it on the sideline. Have your wine, boy. Have a good, just just I, have the snifter.
0: I hope he has one of those, you know those little necklaces that uh, white people wear at wine tastings that hold your wine glass for you? I hope that's what he has on the sidelines.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> Jason, you won't understand. I'm from Georgia. <laughs> I'm from Georgia. georgia i do not well, My wine tastings happen at Flowery Branch. You know, they make muscadine wine. It's a local vintage.
2: You mean that peach wine they got at Publix? Yeah.
1: Yeah, love a jug. <laughs> that shit gets a little dusty, man. <laughs> Go over there; it's got a little fine film of dust on it. Just, you got to shake it. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't want to watch Syracuse at Georgia Tech. That's I don't want to watch Syracuse at Georgia Tech, so let's just let's just not do that.
2: Hey, you can even change that conjunction. I don't want to watch Syracuse or Georgia Tech.
1: Yeah, in in any context. But you know, moving next rank team. By the way, uh, UCLA is at Stanford. Yeah. Which, that's a dangerous game for Stanford. That's
2: danger for everyone involved.
1: I mean, yeah. But, you know, Stanford, like, you don't want the slide to continue with whatever happened at Utah. And, and, by the way, expert analysis, I still have no idea what happened in that game.
2: Well, Utah has the big, talented defensive line, which can stand up to Stanford's O-line. I don't think UCLA quite has that. They have No. Anthony Barr, I don't know if he can do it all by himself.
0: Is it also possible this is the game where Jim Moore is like, Look at these fucking losers. I'm so much smarter than these assholes and it's like, Hey, Shaw, I'm gonna tell you the first fifteen plays, you fuck face and then they lose by thirty.
1: <laughs> no no. That could happen. This this mm-hmm. could be this could be the, the moment the moment of uh, truth for him for doing that because he would do that. Um <laughs> Oklahoma, Kansas, just you know, it's just for – that's for comedy. It's going to
2: be like a terrifying 11-point win for Oklahoma.
1: <laughs> Everything's going to be terrifying for Oklahoma from here on out. And whatever bowl game they go to, oh, God. That patented Bob Stoops bowl, bowl preparation.
0: This is going to be like, I I came home the other day and I saw my neighbor just kicking the shit out of his car and he was losing. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's uh, losing in the car. <laughs>
1: yeah, losing to the car. <laughs> this is this is the week. This is the week of danger, by the way, because uh, just because I said it is, also because it's got a lot of teams coming off of crippling losses, facing opponents who are more than capable of kicking their ass. For instance, low on the horizon, we have Indiana versus Michigan. God, oh <laughs> bring it, bring it, Hoosiers. Because <laughs> if you don't think Kevin Wilson. Is an aggro freak who will take that compass in geometry class and bury it in your eye when you're weak. When you stumble in after just being dumped by your girlfriend, Michigan, he'll do it.
0: Uh, one example of a team that's coming off a crushing loss that is not going to hang around is Arkansas at Alabama. <laughs> Arkansas needs
1: Arkansas needs to stop the skit and there's the skit. <laughs> the good news is uh it gets
2: worse, Arkansas. It
1: gets worse. <laughs> oh, is this when Bielma pulls some absolutely dumb pull from his ass crap to really piss Saban off, right? Like like I don't know, uh onside kicking when he's down by onside kicking when he's down <laughs> by like thirty five. In the third quarter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Arkansas attempting its third seventy plus yard field goal.
1: Yeah. Going for or, is it he
2: tries really hard to impress Saban because yeah. like he he's the even more normal American football guy, but like Saban's like about to just fuck it and start running the spread, so
1: yeah. But Bealum is like no no no, I'm gonna match up with three scholarship tight ends who wouldn't make your team's practice squad. That's what we're gonna do right now. Uh, other uh, Washington Arizona State. If you just want to see Todd Graham really try, you know. <laughs> Stick it to to Washington. Who, by the way, one and two in conference, while well, Arizona State is two and one. So it's, very very possible here that Sark Week dies for the year here.
2: It's it's almost like Arizona State's schedule is just engineered for Todd Graham to be a maximum dick to everyone. Like he, <laughs> like every team he plays is coming <laughs> off a loss.
1: Todd, Todd Graham's Todd, the unauthorized biography of Todd Graham, maximum dick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, did we did we skip over Auburn, Texas A and M because we did is the best game of the day, short of FSU Clemson.
1: Free fight. Well, no, I have I have one game which is performance art, which I believe will be an excruciating watch. Strictly like this is built strictly for uh, Cuban links. If by Cuban links we mean <laughs> aficionados of atrocity, and which I am, so I'm going to go ahead and sign on for it. So you guys don't have to because I know. Oh, Auburn, Texas A&M, there's going to be all kinds of fun things happening and people enjoying themselves in that game. And guess what? Screw you, because I'm going to be watching Iowa to Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> because I am I am for no reason whatsoever emotionally convinced that I was going to win.
2: <laughs> now, what I wonder is, will uh, Kirk France tell his defenders not to return Braxton Miller's arm punts? <laughs>
1: Just <fair> catching? <laughs> yeah, can you do that? Can you fair catch an interception? We'll find out. <laughs> I mean, what are they gonna do? Tell you to run <laughs> this nope. is the big ten. <laughs> tell you to run. His player gets sacked and his kidney explodes and the trainer's like, That's according to our training protocols. That's how we train. It's the way we do it at Iowa. So yeah, I this I, I'm gonna watch that because I'm just I told Adam Jacoby they'd have eight wins before the season. I'm convinced they're gonna have eight wins. Iowa? Iowa, yeah, and that one of them was going to be Ohio State.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, and I have no idea why, other than the funniest team to end Urban's win streak at Ohio State and ruin everything for them would be the team that I define as the opposite of football, Iowa.
2: It's almost like Lane Kiffin being fired sort of shook everyone off the hot seat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Gary Pinkle, his 6-0, and just beat Georgia. Mac Brown just blew away Oklahoma might win the Big 12, like, Nobody's getting fired now.
1: Maybe because they're Lane terrified took that, the fall. I was going to say they're, maybe they're terrified Lane would show up, right? Like that's where they're like, no, no, hold on to our guy. <laughs> yeah,
2: we might get stuck with him. Soon.
1: <laughs> we might get that. So you yeah, can watch. You can watch overall. all. You can watch that fancy evolved football that's happening over in the SEC West. I'll be sticking with good old fashioned Big Ten football.
0: You're a sad man.
1: I'm not going to be doing that, actually. I'm just, there's no way.
0: Not when Maryland Wake Forest is on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wake Forest, you are so bad we don't even talk about you.
1: Uh, speaking of excruciating Iowa State Baylor, uh, I'm telling you, Iowa State, they're going to be an obstruction for at least a quarter and a half, perhaps two.
0: High praise.
1: At least oh, Iowa, Iowa State. Florida State is, uh, you know, get yourself a divot, right? <laughs> just wear yourself a divot. And Iowa States is an obstruction for at least uh you know twenty seven minutes of real time of real time.
2: We're also looking at Washington State at Oregon, where I don't know which side of the ball will score more for the ducks.
1: If Connor Halliday's playing, it's a toss up literally yeah, we should stand there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You know, we've got a nice hour long podcast. Awesome. <laughs> Saddle up. <laughs> Dig in. Dig in. We got a motherfucking hour. The best part is that we'll probably get another thirteen hundred listens.
0: Shut down Foldcast only for trunkers. <laughs>